Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's bound to watch a bandit run. Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View, Thursday edition. This is our last show of the week, tomorrow inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross, this time this station. My name is Del Kennedy, I am dude number three. Clayton Harris is still out there driving the school bus. How's it going, Clayton? Dude number two. I'm doing uh, doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Regular special guest dude on Thursday uh, is Debbie Matthews. How are you? (laughs) Good morning. Hey, somebody, well, two people, somebody told me their granddaughter waits for the Eastbound and Down uh, song every day to dance. Have you heard this from somebody? That their grandchild cannot wait for the Eastbound and Down song. She's, I think she's two, and she just dances every time she hears it, so... They're loving it, right? All right, we're back to regular rules today, folks. Yes. I mean, yesterday Debbie was on as a candidate for mayor, and uh, we've got a, a a policy of when candidates are on, we we let them present themselves as they would like to be presented. Uh, today, however, Miss York, she's a dude, and <laughs> one right. of the, yeah, when you're a dude, you are in the ring, and uh, you got to be. The ice cream cone is melting for Donald Trump. Yeah, when when you're a dude and you're in the ring, you got to give as well as you can get. Get so, uh, uh, no no rules no rules today uh, among the dudes. Um, you, you, we are in the ring, so uh, there we go. So yesterday morning. Um, Jim, remember last week and you, well, you brought up the candy-colored fentanyl that's hitting the streets in the United States? Yeah. So yesterday, the there's a thing going on in Congress, both Democrat and Republican, trying to uh, reclassify fentanyl as a weapon of mass destruction. Did you hear this? Well, no, I haven't heard that yet. They did. And so, but, but the, it is. Yes. But the big thing... What would be the consequences of that well this morning greg abbott is trying to make any cartel bringing fentanyl into the united states uh an act of terrorism so that's going on today but we i guess we need to talk about this fentanyl that looks like um uh what is the little sweet tart packet smarties because that's what they look like uh but that there's a big warning for halloween regarding this people are afraid that this is going to get into the candy and that parents need to be um, aware. There was a school administrator yesterday that a bag of it was not yesterday, I guess it was several days ago. They were talking on the news that the administrator opened the bag and just the fumes or the powder that came off of it actually killed them, killed the school administrator. This is how deadly this stuff is. So we probably need to just say, hey, everybody at Halloween, you got to be really careful. You know, we we picked up on something a few weeks ago. Uh, somebody called us and said, you know, there were two dead people in a car somewhere. And 
you know, so we called uh, the courthouse. Yeah. And they just go, well, fentanyl. Yeah. I mean, apparently, we it's don't know. every the, day. Yeah. We don't know the extent of it. Uh, uh, I told you we had two to OD in my mom and dad's driveway on Hampshire Pike, right? I don't just think pulled so. into a truck, pulled into my mom and dad's driveway. My brother pulls in, trying to pull in the driveway. They blocked it, and they both OD'd. I think one died on the scene, one uh, died at the hospital. But it's a mess, and it's hardest most because you know first responders have to deal with that, and if they get just anything on them, it's deadly to them as well. You know, so. Well, you know, I, it's 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 about having extremely smart people in this world. You know, they know fentanyl is dangerous and it's deadly, and yet they'll go try it. You know, it's just like other drugs. They know it's deadly. They know it's going to kill them, and they'll still try it for some 30-second high. Well, they're saying that now that they're purposely making them look like uh, other opioid pills. So you can't tell the difference, you know, people that are buying pills. I mean, this is really dangerous, and I I do take it as a an act of a soft war against Americans. I mean, this is coming in from China, through Mexico, through the cartels, through the open border, which drives me insane. So we got to do something about it. So China say we got a bunch of foolish Americans. We can send them anything and they'll consume it. Right. Well, they originally put lead in our toys, right? And then they killed our dogs. If any any type you of know, treats coming I, out of China, I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. it works that way exactly, Mr. York. The, the uh, or Debbie. The uh, um, and I, 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 I'm not I've not been down at the courthouse lately in the courts to sort of see what's going on. Uh, and we do need to get to the bottom of it with our reporting, I think, because these uh, fentanyl deaths, those are they're, they're medical incidents. And so the police and sheriff, uh, they don't report those like they do crimes. You know, they, they you show up and, and somebody's dead because of fentanyl. It, it doesn't generate an offense report or anything like that. Uh, and so I don't think. We, we need to talk to our police and sheriff and find out what's going on. But apparently they're, they're all, and our ambulance folks and our rescue folks, you know, apparently it's just pretty routine these days just yeah. to find somebody dead yeah. from fentanyl. But I don't think they – now, this is my understanding. Somebody call in, write in, text in, whatever uh, – People don't just all of a sudden go, hey, I'm, you know, I'm a sober, clean person and I want to get my jollies off fentanyl. Uh, it usually starts with, uh, you know, some kind of uh, usually, you know, like a car wreck or something like that where they they're prescribed opioids. You know, uh, what, what's the name of it? Yeah. Uh, hair, uh, well, uh, morphine. So, or, or oxycontin. Type, uh, oxycontin, which is a, a derivative of morphine. Oxy, right. Oxycodone, yeah, yeah, whatever. They're prescribed that, then they get hooked on it. Yeah. Uh, and then they take up heroin, and then uh, because they can't get any more oxycodone, and heroin is a, is a you know, satisfies their cravings, and then uh, fentanyl is a, a next step because... It uh, provides the same. It satisfies those cravings that it, that addiction. And I, I gather it's probably cheaper than heroin. Uh, and so, by the time people get to fentanyl, you know they're 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 already to the point where 
you know they're they're so addicted that you know if it kills me that's fine i'd rather be dead than not satisfy this craving so well, 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 won't somebody start a program like nancy reagan just say no are you saying that facetiously jim i'm saying that for real won't okay. they just start a just say no program well, well, well this is how. <laughs> well, this is this is what um, was, it, was Clayton. Was that you? Uh, the, yeah, I think it was Clayton. Um, I, I, I was just saying that that program did not work well. Well, no, and and let me say this. I mean, the familiarity I had with opioid addicts, uh, the success of rehabilitation programs, even the in even in good programs, uh, it's. If that stuff is wicked. They can't. Even people who want to get off just can't. Well, yeah. you know, um, Tom Petty's death was ruled that it was fentanyl laced things. Prince's death. I mean, we've lost. We've lost American treasures to this. And you know, it was last week or week before last. Someone came up to me and said, uh, "Debbie, have you thought uh, we are providing Narcan?" Uh, cases or whatever they are for individuals to carry in their car because so many people are ODing are you interested in carrying a Narcan pack and I was it shocked me because it was like has it gotten this far where we're okay. really assigning and, these and things for those of you who don't know uh, fentanyl overdose uh, can be treated with Narcan, Narcan and uh, it will literally bring people back from the dead <coughs> Narcan will uh, and, well, you know, also, and that's happening daily like, there's a rumor that uh, if you see a $10 bill laying in the parking lot, don't pick it up because they're lacing the $10 with fentanyl. Right, which will kill you just by touching it. So back to the police who have to touch this stuff. It's horrible, just horrible. Uh, fentanyl is bad. I, I don't I'm, – I'm a little puzzled, though. You know, you brought up the other day, Ms. York, about it being in multicolors to make it – Yes. Um, you yes. Know, uh, they look like Smarties now. They look like Attracted the kids. <clears throat> that's what they're trying to do. But I, that's not my understanding of how people come to fentanyl. They, they – they, you know, kids kids may be attracted to marijuana, you know, as, you know, fun and games or whatever. But um, – and and somebody somebody phone in and text in if I'm wrong. They come to fentanyl, like I said, after they get addicted to prescription opioids, then they can't get those anymore, can't afford them. Then they go to heroin, and then they end up on fentanyl. Uh, and the people who take fentanyl are already just hopeless addicts. And, and I don't know if they know they're actually taking right. fentanyl. I think a lot of it it's it's laced with fentanyl, yes. and and they're making so, them look like opioid pills. Regular, I read a thing where they're actually looking like a, a certain milligram of opioids. And see, that's what, uh, that that uh, makes a lot more sense. And see, apparently, drug dealers are, are are cutting their drugs and and putting fentanyl in it. What I don't understand is these candy things. I mean, they're they're, they're going to they're going to kill their own clients. I don't, I don't. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Other, you know, as to why Clayton, they would want to do that. Clayton, won't we get somebody from the drug treatment center on the program? We got a drug treatment center over there on James Campbell. Well, let's do it. Yeah, uh, I, we could have Brent Cooper in again to talk about it because I think he's a part of the drug court. Right? Didn't Brent start a drug court here? Yeah, of course, Brent. Well, most people take fentanyl. Not gonna make court. <laughs> They're gonna be dead. I'm gonna say I don't think people are taking it 
I don't think people are taking fentanyl saying I want to take fentanyl. I think they're taking it because they don't know they're taking it. I think it's. It, I think again. I think it's being laced into their drugs. Yes. Well, that, that, that makes a lot more that, sense. That's my, although, that's my, although I think Michael Jackson also had. Uh, this is the first time I think I heard of fentanyl. Wasn't it? No, that, Michael, that, that was propanol. That was the that, there was a drug this, that put him to sleep. That, but that okay. wasn't fentanyl. I, I, th- I think by the time you get to fentanyl, you're already gone. You know, I mean, you, you are already a, a, like almost a street person addict. It doesn't make much sense. You're no, right. that's not the case, Delk. There's students, there's professional people. They're finding a lot of folks that are, are involved with that fentanyl thing. They just want to, they got a situation, I guess, in their life, and they're just trying to find a way out. I, Miss York, I, I mean, I, we'll, let's get somebody on. I mean, I, I think people end up on fentanyl. Like I said, after they've become an, an opioid addict, and that's usually uh, starts with prescription opioids, you know, oxycodone or whatever. And uh, uh, by the time they get to fentanyl, they're 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 just down, you know, druggies, uh, addicts. As a libertarian uh, by heart. I'm telling you, if you legalize drugs and you educate people, you're going to see numbers drop. And, and they've done studies of it in Europe, and it has been the case. Well, I mean, this is not, you know, 16, 17-year-old kids. I mean, go, oh, let's go smoke a doobie. You know? Yeah, I mean, and they're actually, but, yeah, they're, fent- not, they're fent- not, yeah. I mean, that's marijuana. The fentanyl is not del- that. What you call it, Delk, a doobie? Yeah. <laughs> and you off into that drug culture dip. I'm deep. I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not fentanyl. That's not what's going on with fentanyl. If you see a teenager that has died from a fentanyl overdose, that exactly. is accidental. It is. They've taken a pill Something. from a friend that they don't know anything about. I promise you, you're not going to see teenagers you know, going out there saying, I want to take fentanyl. No. And, and Clayton, that's how it happens. That's how drug use begins, from a friend. Correct. Correct. Well, except, except opioid... Use uh, starts with a doctor. Yeah, correct. Now, now it, it, that can right. start with an injury. I mean, they can just start with a simple injury of a foot or a leg or an arm, and turn into something completely yeah. else. Yeah. That's not good. I know what, what. After my surgery, the hospital gave me a whole bottle of oxycontin, and I never opened the tab on it. I threw it away. Well, maybe wise. I mean, that, that's that that's that's where fentanyl gets started. Uh, so let's take a break and come back. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch our bandit run. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delta Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delta. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, uh, Debbie Matthews. How good you morning. doing? So good to be here, guys. Good morning. You know, we're talking about fentanyl, but there was, I think it was a 60 Minutes episode where they were actually going into cities that are really hit. I mean, Tennessee has it bad, but I mean... The the opioid addiction in Ohio, Midwest, yeah. the Midwest, the Rust Belt states where 
you know, the economy's bad, et cetera. But these towns that are stretched for money were limiting how many times they would use a Narcan pack on somebody. If you had OD'd three times, that was it because of the expense to the city coffers. You know, they just couldn't keep going. It was, it was, you know, it affects even that. And um, it's so insane. But I am really worried. We just looked at a picture of these, of these, uh, the ones that are made for, I guess, to uh, look like Smarties, or they said on here that they also look like uh, skeletons, grenades, or the Hello Kitty um, candy. So, I mean, this is a little unnerving to look at it like this. Yeah, but I, I and we beat this horse pretty hard, but. I, this is fentanyl is not something that a bunch of teenagers or college kids sit around and go. Well, let's do some fentanyl. No, I mean, yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. No. This is this is people who are already uh, hardcore addicts, uh, and uh, they're substituting. They're 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 looking for anything that will satisfy their cravings. And that includes heroin, fentanyl, or oxycodone, and just whatever they can get their hands on. Uh, they're they're already at the bottom uh, yeah. when they're trying fentanyl. Well, this, this this though, you know, here these news articles when you pull it up, um, it's called Rainbow Fentanyl, and it's fentanyl that looks like kids. So if you're listening, just Google it because it'll be hits the streets of Tucson. They're they are having it there that it's hit. Um, West Virginia, you know, it's just one right after the other where they're finding this on the streets in every state. And uh, they are really concerned about Halloween coming up. So, anyway. West Virginia has always been a state with a problem with drug addiction, opioids, and and excessive uh, medication. Because to be a small state, they've kind of led the nation in in number of prescriptions being filled and all stuff like that. Yeah, but we, we four dudes bring an upper middle class lens to uh this problem and uh not to say that upper middle class folks don't get addicted to opioids they do but uh we've got no understanding of what's going on here uh and we we ought to get somebody on who does um and, and there was two gentlemen that actually uh delk i think when right before you bought the stations or right when you did that would go around and train people one of them is a former addict himself uh and i'll, I'll get their contact info. but what they do is they go around and they train people how to use narcan and um which is it, it can literally save someone's life and narcan brings them back from the dead it's unbelievable if yeah. you've seen how that works yeah. it's uh, literally instant instantaneous it, it, it brings them back from the dead correct but it, it would be good to get someone who's doing that but also someone who's uh seeing the results of what a community is going through uh over there at the drug center yeah and they uh there are tales though of the people who take the fentanyl because they want the the you know the they're desperate they're desperate addicts they take the fentanyl uh to get the relief from their addiction 
knowing Narcan is nearby, planning on taking Narcan. Yeah, that's you know. true, too. Yeah, you, you've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's, you know, I mean, deliberately taking somebody to take you to death's door mm-hmm. and then relying on Narcan to bring you back just to satisfy your cravings. I mean, these people are at the, they are already at rock bottom by the time they get to fentanyl. Uh, Judge Jim T. Hamilton passed away. That's the end of an era. I think he was judge here for almost 40 years uh yeah yeah good good man good judge his services today services today 11 11 11 Mm -hmm. a a colorful character to say the least he used to uh tell me tales he he started out down in mcnary county uh practicing law down there and then ended up moving to murray county at some point i think it was i think i read 67 in selmer i think tennessee and then he brought his practice to mount pleasant first is what i read yeah that's what he did uh he used to tell me tales about he was a i think a maybe a session a general sessions judge down in uh, mcnary county early in his career and uh i remember he said some old boy he had been to school with was a deputy sheriff and and uh with Jim T, you never know, knew if these tales were true or not true. They likely to be true. He was big friends with Buford Pusser uh, before Buford died, uh, Sheriff Buford Pusser. And uh, but back in the day, you know, before uh, you had computers and that kind of thing to do your typing with, you had these, you know, these printed blank forms that you use for your warrants and your uh, arrest warrants and everything else you know and so the blank form that Jim T was using down there it, it, of course the, the old flowery language of the law uh, is arrest warrants and you know go forth ye this day and deliver the body of blank before this court without fail you know and said, I love that. Yeah. I think we should keep that. Well, yeah, well, said the deputy got that warrant for somebody, you know, and deliver the body of so forth before this court. The deputy started pulling, he pulled out his revolver and started checking it to make sure it's loaded. You know, he said, Ah, uh, what's school, this old boy? I hate to do it, but I'll be back with his body in a little while. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and oh, no. Jim T was going, no, 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 no. Bring him back alive, you know. <laughs> well, it's a, it's an era ending with Jim T being gone. That's for sure. That yeah, is for is. sure. For sure. It is an era. It is an era ending. Uh, we've you got, know, we have always had got, colorful judges that have been like mammoth personalities in this community you know like jim t just yeah uh institutions that have been here like they've always been here we've got a new generation of judges now uh they are what's the i'm not sure what the right word is They, they they are very good judges uh they're they're well, they're, they're they're just different. They're they're a new generation of judges. They're extremely good judges. They are extremely devoted uh, to their task. Um, they work a lot harder than they used to. I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, I remember back when when I was young and just getting started. Jim T was judge in the eighties. I mean, there there wasn't a lot of stress there, folks. Um, but uh, the judges these days, uh, they they are 
they don't have any spare time. They don't have much of a life outside judgeships. Uh, they, they. Uh, so the the job has changed over the years. Well, it's become more technical, Delt, because uh, back in the day, judges could make rulings. Nobody filed any any appeals or anything. But now it's more technical, and judges have to really know the law to apply the law. Well, I think I think you're right. There's been a, a just a general level of increased proficiency uh, among lawyers and judges, uh, and um, there's not much seat of the pants stuff going on anymore. It, it, it doesn't work that way. Uh, well, and our population was half back then. You know, I was at my high school reunion like a month ago. They were talking about what all was going on in the 80s. What was the gas price? What was, you know. And when they said the population of the city of Columbia and, and Murray County, I think Murray County only had 50,000 people at the time. Well, yeah. so, well folks, I'm still, you know, I'll, I'll just talk about what I've been reflecting. Let's, I mean, Clayton, Miss York, Debbie, have y'all got something you want to go to here? Well, there's a big story about Vanderbilt today that everybody's talking about. It's a very, yes, it is, is. Um, yeah. So that's on a lot of people's mind. Matt Walsh broke a story about Vanderbilt's um, transgendering unit, and uh, um, it's probably the hottest topic out there. Uh, Matt Walsh broke last night. He said, "My team and I have been investigating the transgender clinic at Vanderbilt here in Nashville." Vanderbilt's drugs chemically castrate and perform double mastectomies on minors. So it goes into what all they found, especially there was somebody leading it that was talking about how big of a moneymaker it was and that anyone that objected to it in the Vanderbilt staff, uh, they were considered problematic and they will face consequences even if it's from their religious beliefs that they uh, didn't want to do. So that's the story out there today that everybody's talking about. Vanderbilt's trans transgender affirming care, and and I think uh, the, he did mention in that article that it's with the parents' consent, and I think the politicians need to stay out of it. It it's, says it's, that they have forgotten to delete. They deleted personal a, business of the parents. How do you feel about employees at a hospital though, basically getting threatened that if they don't go along with this, that they can basically find a job somewhere else? I mean, what kind of work? Well, they, what kind of work? You're all about unions. What about what kind yeah, of work environment job, is that job, about? Most jobs, most companies have guidelines and policies, Clayton. And if you work for a big company, so you, you believe, might get threatened yeah. 100,000 You believe in workplace yeah. intimidation. Yes, because that's what's no, happening. No, that's not workplace intimidation. A company no. has certain yes, guidelines and policies. Listen. And, and, and you have to follow those guidelines and policies if you want to be gainfully employed. The number one thing that my California clients tell me is that the people in California are going along with the crazy stuff that's going on out there because they're afraid they'll lose their job at every place that they're working out they are intimidated that if they speak out against some crazy policy or something that's going on that they they are afraid that they're going to lose their job and it's seeping here now well, it's, some, Tennessee. Well, it's, it's, it's always been in big companies uh debbie i've worked in big companies, big companies you know that there are guidelines and they require you to do certain things and you have to follow that guideline if you want to be gainfully employed well, now I know there are some outrageous things some managers might try to implement on certain employees, which is not what the company policy is. And and that's what you have to look at. 
who is the manager, what's the company policy, and is it conflicting with, with the is the manager applying stuff that conflicts with the policy of the company? Well, whatever's happening at Vandy today, they stripped their website about this. And Matt Walsh said, well, they must have forgotten to go back to the Vanderbilt Psychiatric YouTube channel in 2020, which admits that they had given irreversible hormone drugs to children as young as 13 and performed double mastectomies. Daily Caller, that's where Matt Walsh works, right? Right wing? Uh M- Matt Walsh is affiliated with a lot of different publications. Yeah, I think that's the Daily Car- uh, Caller article, and that's more right than any uh, article in the area. Oh. What? Well, you can't talk about anything because then... What's that got to do with what Vanderbilt's well, doing? Well, he's going to put... He's going to e- exaggerate a lot of stuff that's happening, and he's really not on the inside. He thinks he's on the inside, but... Are you on the inside? No, I'm not do on the inside. Do you know something but, else that he doesn't know? But I know Vanderbilt is a good institution and employs 24,000 people in the area, and politicians are starting to dig in the stuff that they it ought to be more about taking care of kids in this state. I don't think that There's this a lot of so issues right now, in the state Matt Walsh they don't is, want to take care of. Matt Walsh has, has posted a video of a Dr. Shane Taylor explaining how she convinced Nashville to get in the gender game transition game and emphasized it's a big money maker, especially because the surgeries require a lot of follow-ups, so it makes a lot of money. Well, these, this is know, video that, of this true. people. This is video of Vanderbilt. And then Dr. Ellen Clayton is the one that was on video that he's showing here that warned that conscientious object, uh, objections are problematic. And anyone who decides not to be involved in transition surgeries due, due, due to religious beliefs will face consequences. Well, I, I we went to Vanderbilt. To I don't have any time for Vanderbilt anymore. I told my children not to go there. They didn't. Uh, and I don't think Vanderbilt, no, why did, why did Vanderbilt is, is not a good neighbor in Tennessee anymore. Hasn't been for quite a while. Uh, and uh, so that's the way that goes. But, uh, and of course, the medical center over there is just an entirely different beast from yes. the school. Yes. Uh, and, and Vanderbilt saved my husband's life. Let me tell you that. They well, did Vanderbilt a great job with Vanderbilt saved my answer. life. So, Vanderbilt to me is an outstanding medical institution. Well, parts I, don't know, of I don't know what else they're involved in. We're talking about in, the schools where they whenever, they, whenever they're helping people, that's worthwhile. It Whenever seems to be hit and miss, though. Some people go in there and never come out, and they don't even know what happened to them. And right. then some people do get saved. It's a teaching hospital. And, uh, it's, and that's where you learn the most, Del. Those hospitals that are constantly seeing new situations. and Well, I defended uh, several uh, medical malpractice cases against Vanderbilt. And it's a teaching hospital. And they've got the best people in the world there, but they're not really good at follow-through. Things fall through the cracks. Uh, So that's if you get in and you get out and you're still alive and you're cured, that's a good thing. Uh, I still have appointments with Vanderbilt on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, like I said, if, if you have to go there because you've got to go to the best, that's where you go around here. But... Be aware, their follow through and follow up uh, is you. You better take your chart with you, and you better make sure that you follow through because they won't. Well, I think that that's, that's with in anything. Every hospital. Look at our local hospital. Well, I know people all right, let's take a break. Situations there. Let's take a break.
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer, you might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care. The sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. It's grilling and chillin' season, and Hiller is giving away backyard freebies all September. This month, when you upgrade to a new tankless water heater, we'll give you a free Yeti Tundra cooler, or get a free Traeger grill with any new whole home generator. And we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 48 months on select new HVAC system replacements. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch our bandit run.
All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. I'm Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Harris. How are you? Uh, hey, Debbie Matthews. Excuse me. <laughs> Good. Good. I am friends with Debbie Harris. All right. All right. All right. All right. Clayton, you've got an announcement. Yeah, I mean, t- tomorrow night on 101.7 and 103.7, we will have uh, the coverage of the uh, game of the week, uh, which is going to be Mount Pleasant High School versus Columbia Central High School. And that game will be at Lindsey Nelson Stadium uh, at Murray County Park, kickoff at 7 o'clock. But I uh, want to tell people to get there early for tailgating. There's going to be food trucks. There's going to be free food. Did you hear that? Free food. Where? Uh, tomorrow at Murray County Park in the tailgating area outside of Lindsey Nelson Stadium. They're going to have inflatables for kids. They're going to have, uh, like I mentioned, food trucks, games, all kind of, all kinds of things set up uh, tomorrow afternoon. And then, uh, the, the but the announcement that we wanted to make too was that it has just been confirmed that. Uh, Alabama A&M out of Huntsville, their marching band, the Maroon and White, will be performing at the ball game tomorrow night at halftime. So uh, if you want to see a show, definitely come out to Lindsey Nelson Stadium to hopefully see a good football game uh, against an undefeated Mount Pleasant team and a Columbia team that's kind of struggled out of the gate this year, uh, but to also see an awesome halftime performance. And again, that's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. And we will be broadcasting that game what time uh, we will what time do you think that the the food trucks and stuff will start five we'll be on this station and on Fourth, wkrm yeah, Cor- both correct and we're gonna like tomorrow we're gonna have a special edition of the big yellow school bus with host jack cobb that starts at three o'clock on 101.7 and then at four o'clock you have the front port sports radio hour with drake collie uh, and yours truly and then at five thirty, we have the murray county public school game day show uh hosted by barry duke and drake collie so that's going to be fun and they're going to have tons and tons and tons of people on as guests tomorrow uh so uh if you get an opportunity come out to lindsey nelson stadium uh, out to murray county park and if not uh like delk said listen in to either 101.7 or 103.7 to uh, catch what should be a really really good ball game there we go point spread clayton uh, if I had to make a point spread, um, I'd say I'm going to say Columbia minus three, and you get three for playing at home. So uh, <laughs> n- nothing would surprise me one way or the other. I, you know, if Columbia won by by a couple of touchdowns, I wouldn't be surprised. If, if Mount Pleasant won by a couple of touchdowns, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be – I mean, it, it would it – would, it would send a message, so we'll see. You won't give you won't give them six points for being at home. I, I, I'll give them three for being at home. Uh, I got there's a couple of things I got to see tomorrow night before I jump on a, a full touchdown. So, will there be two band performances halftime or just the one? My understanding, and don't hold me to this, but my understanding is that both the Mount Pleasant and Central bands will play prior to the game. Okay. And then at halftime, it will be just Alabama A&M. Listen, that's going to be an awesome show. Oh, yeah. Alabama A&M has an outstanding marching they band. They do. Of course, all, one of the HBCUs in the general area, they, they do a great job. Right. And uh, we are always competing with them at Gramlin State University. <laughs> there you go. 
All right. We need Natisha Brooks to hold up Prairie View right then. There we go. Uh, Prairie View don't have a good marching band. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Nobody let's, let's, has anything. Well, let's there. go back to this Vanderbilt issue and them uh, offering, you know, sex uh-huh. change operations to minors. Uh, the thing that I don't understand about that, and just to sort of close out this issue, is there, there, there are things out there that parents cannot consent to. They cannot consent to uh, legally. They can't consent to their child drinking alcohol. Smoking cigarettes, uh, not attending school. Correct. A parent cannot consent to any of those things on behalf of their children. Uh, similarly, uh, let's take a, and this is even more apt. Let's say a parent just uh, negligently runs over their own child, leaves them crippled, maimed for life. Well, uh, that child has a right to sue their parent that survives until that child is an adult and can make mature decisions as to whether or not they want to sue their parent for leaving them crippled by running over them with the car. Now, that means that as far as I know, folks, you know, parents can't consent to mutilation of a child no the these children are going to retain the right to sue their parents uh after they're grown and uh so i'm a little puzzled by this i know vanderbilt's got a raft of lawyers but uh they're just just parental consent does not cure everything there are things that cannot be consented to you can't consent to somebody you know Killing somebody. I mean, you can't. You can't consent to everything. A parent, a parent Del, cannot consent to everything on behalf of their children. Only certain categories of things. But Del, gender differentiation or gender uh, dysphoria and care is a very complicated issue between the parents and their children. And I think unless you've had to deal with it, we wouldn't understand all the nuances that that go along with. Well, it. I agree that it's complicated, Mr. York, but. I, they're minors, and the, they they are not. They're things. It, it, that, it's, as far as I know, a parent has consent and control over a minor, right? No, no, they no that no. they do not. Um, only so in, minors can do what they want to do. No, but Miss York, a parent cannot consent to a child not attending school. A parent cannot consent to a child smoking cigarettes. A parent cannot consent to a child drinking alcohol. It's illegal. And similarly, a parent uh, is responsible for... Now, they do make medical decisions on behalf of their children, but they are responsible for those medical decisions and can be held accountable, can be held accountable if the child becomes an adult and 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 says the parent made a wrongful decision. So what happens if a parent has a, a male child and the male child has all the behavior of a female and he gravitates toward being a female and at some point wants to be a female? What is a parent supposed to do? A parent is supposed to, uh, you know, that all of these... Uh, provide adequate counseling but any 
you know. What about just being honest? You, I know you want to be a female, but you're not. Well, well but that's not going to change the behavior. No, no, of no. The child. Well, so they're what so, we're talking about. They they may need counseling. They need may work with their children. I hope they'll love their children. But you know, a, a child needs to become an adult to be capable legally of making decisions regarding uh, permanent sex change procedures. I think it's too complicated for us to even be dealing with because yeah. I think we live I, in a- I don't have any kids that are transgender and I don't know if you all have any well, but, the, the, but it's, the, it's a complicated issue. Well, the problem that, so well, yes it's complicated. This is an issue of children. Yeah, but there's no 12 there's, 13 there's year old that likes themselves the, the, ever the, anyway. But this is about parents well, this too, right, parents. not being there, honest with kids. There are kids. certain things you know, parents simply cannot consent to. There are there are some things and there are some gender dysphoria situations and all of that that's there. But the percentage is low. I'm going to say what Bill Maher said on his show is that some of this has become a fad. It has become trendy within the student level. And that they are following all of this just thinking that it's, uh, oh, you know, I'm expressing myself being wild on this side. And they're making decisions that are going to affect the rest of their life. No 12, 11, 12, 13-year-old young girl is happy with themselves. Uh, uh, The hormone, uh, uh, that's just, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. They can do this when they're adults. And again, we live in a society today where parents will do anything to uh you know you hear the saying that kids haven't changed but the parents have right we live in a society today where uh parents do not back other adults or professionals they back their kids instead and they will make excuses for their kids even when they know they are 100 percent wrong and i you know again they're not thinking about the long-term consequences that it's going to have on these kids. And, and it can, you know, the same thing can be used on this other stuff that we're talking about. Uh, parents 30 years ago, 40 years ago, the, this, we wouldn't be talking. We, we weren't talking about this kind of stuff. But in today's society, we want to try to satisfy everybody and make an excuse for everybody as to why situations are the way they are. And I'm talking about all sorts well of said. things. Uh, it, it, the parenting has changed, and it's really become pathetic. 30 or opinion. 40 years ago, you did not have mothers who were exhausted making four different meals for their family at dinner time because a child was like, no, I don't want to eat that. I mean, eat you, what you have. Eat, yeah, eat what you have. Yeah. And that, you know, that stems out of a lot of stuff. When children start making their decisions on what they will and will not do young, I mean, it is a parenting thing. You're exactly right, Clayton. So... Well, Maybe we need a parenting class for everything. I, I, I just on this on this uh, permanent sex change stuff. It's I, permanent. Keyword. It's permanent. permanent. With minors, I I just don't understand how uh, parents can consent to that, uh, and we'll see how that plays out. Uh, it, it says now you know when the irreversible castration. Yeah. yeah, here's my thing, now, too. When the child turns 18, they're an adult. Okay, okay, they, that's they, their, that's I, their you choice. Know, and and I, don't, I don't typically get religious. Okay. But if you're, if you're, do, if you're having this kind of surgery and, and you believe in a God, you're basically saying he made a mistake. Right. That's what you're saying. Right. You're saying that God made a mistake when he created you, and therefore we're going to change it. That's what you're saying. If you believe in God, that's exactly what you're saying. Well... 
And, you know, it, it, it I'm going to agree with Ms. York just a little bit here. I mean, this, this is a com- complicated issue. Well, Delk, you're born either a male or a female. Well, I, I no, understand no, that. No, Clayton, you're wrong. No, there no, no, no I'm pretty sure I'm right. With both genitals. You're, no, there are some people born with both genitals. So what do you do? That's not a mutation. I mean, I, because Mike's it, saying it, it's a mutation. They are born I, with them. They, they, they are born with both male and female genitals. I've not heard or seen anything like that about them being born with both. Well, there's an, uh, it's called actually, an amorphodite. I mean, it yeah. it, it is called an amorphodite. That I, happens I, and it's rare, but. It's rare, it happens. But folks. But normally they choose one way but, or the other but you know people need to be uh, nobody needs to be making these decisions for people and as minors they need to be grown and, and adults and then they can make their own decisions and that's uh yeah. that, there you go um all right we're getting down toward the end <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday. Oh, man, we've made yeah, it around the world been, on how many different subjects? Well, what we have. What do with the master at, at, on Trump's Mar-a-Lago thing they had dealt? Miss York, I, I don't. We're going to watch it play out. That, that, the, all I, I keep watching that and reading carefully what's going on. And the Department of Justice, the Department of Justice and the FBI are not doing a traditional investigation they have a no. they have an agenda here uh and follow the law that's the agenda no, follow no, the law no that's not <laughs> that's not what they're doing well uh, you had a judge that says we need an independent master to look at it now the independent master's got the case and he's saying y'all need to get off the pot or let it go so nope. what you gonna do? Tell us which one is classified documents, which one's not. And then I heard your boy on the ready on TV the other day. Well, you could just think about declassifying stuff, and that's the way it happens. How dumb is that? Clayton, I were wondering how long it's gonna be before you brought Trump up. Yeah, uh, I would I would have lost Trump, a bet. Trump. Yep. I, I mean, the last minute of the show. Well, he actually bet. said it in the first I, minute yeah, that I heard, I heard Trump's it. ice cream was melting. I, I, and they, there's nothing unusual about any of that. Uh, what is unusual, though? I mean. <laughs> When you execute a search warrant, you're supposed to be putting together a criminal case. That's not what they're doing here. Political hit. That's all it is. Well, and a criminal case, the affidavit is released at the same moment that the warrant is issued, and they and they was because wasn't. usually an arrest is made.